As we approach the end of the year, many people start wondering if the new year is going to be more of the same or what changes they need to make in order to ignite a fresh spark in their professional lives. They dread having to go back to their same jobs or routine and get frustrated simply at the thought of facing another year in the same cycle. For clinicians, this can be even more daunting as many don't know how to break out of their current mold and carve a new career path for themselves. If this sounds relatable, listen in today as I share three tips on how to differentiate yourself as a clinician on the path to career growth or redirection. Are you a healthcare professional who desires a change but feels overwhelmed at the thought of having to navigate a new career path? Do you find yourself at a point of transition but feel stuck because you simply don't know how to package and present your skills and experience or what career development steps may be needed for you to pivot your career or land that new professional role? Hi, I'm Dr. Diane, career strategist, healthcare leadership coach and boundary breaking champion and I'm here to remove the overwhelm and simplify the process so you can pivot, grow and scale your career and find the fulfillment you're looking for. So do you want to glean some incredibly valuable insights in successfully navigating career change? Then pull up a chair and take the next few minutes out for some well-deserved R&R and let's chat about how to take your career to the next level. If you need help getting unstuck and making progress in terms of your career advancement, you can book a one-on-one coaching call with me directly online and I'll put the link in the show notes for you today. So let's get into today's episode. I was still a novice clinician when I determined that I wanted to differentiate myself from the crowd of generalist optometrists. I also knew that in order to do so, I would need to develop a clear niche and ideally one that was underexplored. I knew that if I wanted to be known for something more than just being a clinical optometrist, I needed to have different experiences when compared to most others in order to be recognized and create expanded professional opportunities for myself outside of clinical practice. Essentially, I needed to be a big fish in a small pond. And so, I sought out opportunities to expose myself to experiences outside of the norm of regular clinical practice and incrementally started to carve out a niche based on these strategic focused exposures. So here are three things that I did to advance my career in the direction that I wanted to go and clearly differentiate myself from others who had the same clinical background as myself. So the first thing I did was that I volunteered for whatever public health initiatives were available. These included community diabetes screening and awareness events, which created exposure to community-engaged activities, health promotion, and primary care outside of eye care. Other activities I got involved in included World Sight Day, Week, 
or month activities where typically eye care providers would partner with industry to either screen or create awareness around a particular eye health issue. And this was fantastic for networking on a broader global scale in the eye care industry. One of the passion projects that I repeatedly volunteered for was the Red Cross Flying Doctor Service in South Africa, which was an initiative to take trained clinical staff out to rural areas, where usually as an optometrist, I would visit a particular rural hospital once or twice a month to consult patients who had been seen by primary care providers and deemed as needing more extensive eye care examinations. And that work was so rewarding for me. But in addition, it exposed me to rural health care as well as working with other health care professionals. And so incrementally, I was growing my sphere of influence outside of just optometry and eye care. The second thing I did to create focused exposures was I cold emailed people who were in my area of interest and asked if they had projects or initiatives that I could be a part of or if there were opportunities for collaboration. I guess a word of advice is to know upfront that oftentimes the response rate for cold emailing will be quite low, especially if you don't have any personal connection to the individual or the organization that you are contacting. While it may seem like wasted effort, for me this investment of time and energy was totally worth it. While 90% of people may not have responded to my expressions of interests or requests for collaboration, the ones that did ultimately led to meaningful exposures, which then helped to grow and scale my career. So it definitely takes effort on your part, but I suggest you see it as breaking ground in order to establish and build a new career path. And that effort and sacrifice will pay off in the long run. Now, last but certainly not least, is to clearly define your micro niche. That is, your specific area of interest and to own it. In fact, you even need to name your niche. It's not enough, for example, to just say that, um, well, perhaps I'm interested in pediatrics and then expect to be able to differentiate yourself. Well, I can tell you that's certainly going to be challenging because The likelihood is that there are hundreds, if not thousands of other clinicians in your field who may also be interested in pediatrics. So it's quite a broad area. It's not enough for you to say, I'm focusing my career growth path in the the area of pediatrics. You need to narrow that down to what specifically within the area of pediatrics or the field of pediatrics is it that you want to focus on. So you haven't narrowed your niche down enough if you're moving from a generalist practice just to a broad area such as I've used in the example of pediatrics. You have to define the specific component within pediatrics that is then your niche and that is how you differentiate yourself. So for example, I was broadly interested in public eye health or public health optometry. And while that was still an underexplored area of practice for many optometry clinicians, for me it was still quite broad. And so I niched down to improving access to eye care. And that became my micro niche. So it wasn't just about delivering public eye health services, but how do we promote 
access to care within the public health system. And so that gave me, in a sense, a smaller pond to be this big fish in, right? You want to be known as someone who has a focused area. And once you've established a profile, then you can grow yourself beyond your micro niche and start broadening your horizons. So in essence, my three tips for today in terms of differentiating yourself in order to grow and scale your career is one, you have to put yourself out there. This can involve volunteering, cold calling, or emailing people strategically to create the exposures that you require in order to develop a micro niche, as well as to validate your interest in that specific field. Secondly, be prepared to do the work and put in the extra time it requires to build a new niche. And very importantly, don't look for remuneration. You need the exposure opportunity likely more than you need the money, and certainly in the early days, you need it more than the potential collaborators need your contributions. And lastly, clarify your niche and then niche down to your micro niche. So what is the thing within the thing that is your thing? And that is how you differentiate yourself. And you can become known within your field, within your country, and even globally when you are focused on a smaller area of interest and then can scale your contributions beyond that once you establish a profile. So as we close today's episode, I want to remind you that you can book a one-on-one coaching call with me or even perhaps a free 15-minute discovery call to see how I can help you differentiate yourself as you embark on growing in a new area within your profession. That's a wrap for today. But before we sign out, I would love it if you shared this episode with a friend who can also benefit from the resources and insights shared to help them grow and scale their careers. And finally, would you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review for the show? I'd love to hear how this content is helping you on your career development journey. So meet me back here again on Monday for another episode of Life Beyond Clinical Practice. Goodbye.